0: all right so we are not quite started yet um we're gonna going to do a few things here we'll get started here with the live stream here in a few minutes okay as, soon as i see where the live stream's at i bet it's on my... if you can find it you can start sharing it yeah, so
1: I'm I'm kind of going back and forth here. I'm looking for it. Yeah. Uh, let me look for it. Or of the star search. Uh uh-huh. Did you find it? Well, I found our Group,
0: hmm.
1: so that's what I'm just. All right, and I guess is oh, live okay, now. I... Yeah, there oh, we I see are.
0: It. There we go. Hey, All right.
1: look at us! There we are.
0: Yay!
1: Happy Star Wars Podcast Day, by the way.
0: Yes, Happy Star Wars Podcast Day to everyone out there. We'll be starting our um the actual show here in a little bit. I'm just making sure that as many people know about this and can get out there to watch us as possible. We already have three listeners. Hey, everybody. Oh, Someone left. Aw. They don't like us.
1: All it took was one. Maybe it's my
0: voice. <laughs> I took a shower. I mean, it's been a <laughs> couple days, but <laughs> I took a shower this month. Come on. It ain't the new year. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, my All computer's right. kind of slow here, but yeah, it's fine. Okay, so what's
0: our
1: what's our topic again today? Again, you were saying we
0: are going to be talking about the. Um... Someone's laughing at us. Um, The idea of, um, yeah, you know, stuff. Stuff. (laughs) My brain has to work. Yes, (laughs) has to do Star Wars. Uh, Now we're going to be talking about just the idea of expectations from fans, and you know, how what kind of expectations should we have going into anything with Star Wars? Okay. Uh, related and we'll see you'll see once we get into it so no
1: that's fine i just kind of wanted i mean i was thinking yeah. about it today and i'm like all right i was kind of and i was like oh that could go in a lot of different ways and it could be a lot of different yeah. ways it can go which is fine i don't care which way it goes it's, you know we'll, i like it being organic but i just wanted to um you know just make sure that we it makes sense you know it makes sense that we uh that you know we're going to talk about that now were we assigned that or was that a volunteer
0: thing that was something we just did. There was nothing, nothing assigned, so all right, right. let's do it. We are ready and three, two, one, hello everyone. And welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Coming to you as always from deep within the outer rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley and joining me as always on this very special day is uh, Will, a.k.a. Mr. Darth Tuba.
1: Hey, Bright Suns, everybody. I'm back from my very recent excursion to Batu East down in Disney's Hollywood Studios and Walt Disney World. And boy, was it was uh, crowded. It was a crazy busy, wow. busy place. Yeah. And it was a light weekend. There wasn't much going on. It wasn't like a marathon or a holiday weekend. Yet there were
0: hundreds I of wonder, people. I wonder if everyone knew what was going to be coming up up, up here our way and they were like yeah we're getting out of there before uh snow <laughs> apocalypse but um
1: you know it's i mean i picked a good weekend to go because it was nothing i mean I, it was uh, uh, where I, well, I you know we communicated during the time i was there when when we I even mean, where i live it was ice and snow and yeah, bad same stuff here yeah, we had
0: like something like we didn't get i think we probably got a total of 10 inches 10 11 inches but some areas got like 15 16 inches of snow Ah. so um everything is fine
1: here in hoth right now though yeah well i'll tell you uh you know it was it was it was really fun to i like when bat 2 was crowded i like when it's not crowded too but when it's crowded it just kind of says to me you know this is not a place where i'm not just talking about people lined up for rise of the resistance which of course is Considered to be one of the best attractions that's ever ever come out, it, you know, Disney, Star Wars, or any other um, type of dark ride, but uh, also just to see so many people everywhere, you know, and and just mm-hmm. hanging out by the Falcon, going on Smuggler's Run, getting food, just just sitting and uh, being in Galaxy's Edge, and I and I thought as a, as a Star Wars fan, that's really cool, and um, happy to see that, and uh, I'm um, i was, it was, it was I was enjoying it. It was nice. Yeah. So
0: So, um, you might notice that we are recording this and live streaming this, excuse me, a little earlier than we normally do. Normally we record on Wednesday, but today is a auspicious day. This is the second annual Star Wars podcast day. We are being joined today um, by literally, I mean, Almost eighty different podcasts, I think.
1: Eighty podcasts. My God. Um,
0: that are either going to be recording today or have recorded are going to be uploading today or live streaming today. Um, but this is the anniversary of the first of the first ever Star Wars podcast on this day back in nineteen ninety-nine. Jedi Talk debuted February seventh, nineteen ninety-nine. Uh, as nice. the very first ever Star Wars podcast. So we are celebrating that today. Um, and it's just pretty cool that we've we were asked and invited, got an opportunity to do, to do this. So,
1: and what a what an amazing, uh, you know, journey that has happened. Oh, uh, since that first podcast, and not just in Star Wars podcasting, but just podcasting in general. You know, it's just. I remember when people were like, "What is a podcast?" You know, I mean, the name itself is is outdated. It's you know yeah. something you would listen to on your iPod, which is not even something that most people have anymore. Yeah, and it's now grown into basically this radio style broadcast media mm-hmm. that anybody could do. And and, yeah. and in terms of Star Wars, it's just become a a, yeah. a haven for oh. people to talk talk the wars. You know, it's been fantastic.
0: <laughs> Definitely. It's definitely been very cool and, you know, just seeing how far we've gotten, you know, within, like you said, like the hundreds of uh, literally probably thousands of Star Wars podcasts that are out there, Yeah, it's just, you know, so. Um, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, So today for our topic, we are going to be talking about expectations within the Star Wars fandom and not just like what our expectations are what fans expectations are but getting really into should we have expectations about different things coming up in Star Wars and I think we'll Um, or should we just go with the flow and then what happens when things don't meet our expectations Right. When we have an expectation.
1: um... Well, when things don't meet your expectation, uh, generally speaking, there are people out there that do this thing called podcasting, which is celebrating its 20th anniversary (laughs) It's Star Wars (laughs) Podcasting today. And it's been 20 years of people sometimes, uh, not all the time, but sometimes using a podcast platform to uh, to share their expectations being met or not being mm-hmm. met, mm-hmm. which I would say, you know, is a is one way that uh, people can, you know, have, have done it. Of course, YouTube has become a thing, and other video streaming services, and vlogging and blogging, and just writing your thoughts down, even, you know, there's always been ways to do that, but it's been a lot yeah. harder and a lot more basic and harder to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. So, expectations. Well, you got to imagine that you know, this could, This conversation can go in many, many different p- places, right? Oh, yeah. you, you, you've, you're dealing with, um, you know, first of all, the, when this was happening. Like, if you were to ask this question, say, 10 years ago, okay, when we were just deal- basically just dealing with the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy, mm-hmm. and I guess a little bit of the Clone Wars cartoon series... Yeah. You know, that's the media, the visual media content that people had.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: 10 years before that, you had the original trilogy as the main source of video media media. Now, of course, there's also books and comics and video games. Yeah. Um, and and I and I understand that as well, but and so I guess in a way that you know, you've always had that ever since there's been yeah. expanded universe you've always had it, but it's just the mass audience and many many People mm-hmm. will argue or say, "Look, I only follow the movies, or I only yeah. follow the movies and TV shows, or whatever." Yeah. Uh, and some people read the books, some people read the comics. Nothing wrong with that, but in, in, but it's probably a little bit more of a niche group mm-hmm. than the than the mass audience, right? I
0: think I think the biggest change, like you kind of hit it on, it has been social media. It has been you know before, if you didn't, you know, if you were expecting one thing, you got something else. You just kind of you know rolled your eyes like, well, whatever. Right. And what about your now now you have so many outlets to say, Oh, this isn't what I was expecting or you know um mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, I Yeah, I should figure it should have gone this way. Instead of before you would just say that among your friends.
1: You know, right, it exactly. what they call
0: quote unquote water cooler talk. Exactly. You know,
1: No, I think that, uh, that's exactly the case. I think, and I remember, you know, being the age I am, I remember, you know, Starlog magazine. How many old fogies might remember that? Uh, that was your sci fi resource, you know? And, you know, for me, I I wasn't a sci fi fan. I mean, I shouldn't say I I enjoyed, I I liked Star Trek. I, I liked certain sci fi. I liked Star Trek. I liked Star Wars. I liked, you know superman with the christopher reeve superman those were the things that resonated with me so i bought this this magazine every month or whatever and i would go through and the articles would be you know all different things but if there was a star wars article it was like woohoo winning especially if it was uh, you know the late 80s when there was hardly any talk of star wars but in that magazine there was a letter to the editor letters to the editor and the letters would be People's opinions about this or that, this TV show, that movie, that, and I remember reading a really scathing letter about uh, *Return of the Jedi*, and I was, and it was only a short time after it came out. And I thought to myself, "Wow, you know, this person really doesn't like it." And and they went on, they they said, um, the 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 way they ended the letter was, "It ah, oh, an Ewoks, why did it have to be Ewoks?" <laughs> Which I appreciated the Indiana Jones semi, you know, parody re- parodied reference, but, um, and then it got me to thinking. You know, I, I dismissed it at that point. You know, fast forward to now, and you know, everybody, you know, every episode of Book of Boba Fett has come out with one side loving it and one side not loving it. Mm-hmm. And you're right; it's 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 people have a right to be critical. I don't want to think that they don't. I don't want to tell them they shouldn't. It's just that the other side of it is, well, you know, are you being critical or are you just in your mind, you have a way that you want this story to play out
0: yeah.
1: and, yeah. and, and, and it's not.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think me- the biggest, the biggest change has been that I don't know if it's a change, but this idea that because I don't like something, it is automatically bad. Oh, I, agree. I personally I mean... do not like that do not like this, or I disagree with the the idea of what what the director or that it is unequivocally bad. And there are no redeeming qualities of it whatsoever. And if you like it, then you're not as smart as I am, obviously. You know? Right.
1: That is a very common thing. I and I'll yeah. tell you you know as a teacher from in my profession a high school teacher you know i i and we've had this conversation in the past but i've had um i've had the privilege of being able to do to, to be a professional educator for uh 29 years now so i've had a lot of years a lot of decades under my belt which essentially means that i have been a teacher from the years of the, the dark times okay um, yeah, we have a Facebook user. I really don't understand why people are split on the book of Boba Fett. We'll come back to that one. All right. We're yeah, going to address yeah. that. Uh, so anyway, so I've had the privilege of working with people that were my students when there was no Star Wars. Then I had the privilege of working with kids when there were the prequels. And then I had, had now I have the privilege of then the sequels, now the TV and Disney Plus series, even the Clone Wars, you know, in, in between all that. And, I remember that conversation I had with a student who was, you know, all in kid, you know, all told was a very intelligent and um, mature for the most part, young kid. I mean, he was a kid though. He was, you know, 15, 16 years old. He said, Mr. McGallagher, what do you, what do you think of the, of the, of the new Star Wars movie? I think it was episode one. And I said, oh, I, I, I very much enjoyed it. Thank you for asking. What? How could you have enjoyed that? You're like an original trilogy guy. Why, how could you possibly have liked that? I mean, Jar Jar Binks, uh, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, I, you know, I, did I say, I mean, I liked, I wasn't like Jar Jar Binks is not my favorite character in it, but I didn't mind him. I didn't think he was, yeah. I think he served his purpose in the story. You know, I just spoke very honestly about it. I said, I just enjoyed having Star Wars in the theater again, that there was plenty of action sequences and beautiful music by John Williams. And, And all this other stuff. And he's like, well, that, and he just, he could not get his mind around the fact that I was just not going to buy into his way of thinking. Mm -hmm. And I tried to, so I used, tried to use a teachable moment. I said, you know, I said his name, let's say his name was Tom. It wasn't, but let's say it was Tom. I said, well, Tom, you know, you need to understand that there are a lot of people that did like this movie. And yes, I know that a lot of people didn't, but it's, it's a, it's an opinion. Yeah, and he, and, and he said, he, and he looked at me, and he said, "Yes, but I just, I, I really feel that your opinion is wrong." And I said, "No, it's not. It's an opinion."
0: Yeah, okay. I, I said think that's the that's the biggest thing, especially when it comes to whether it be when you're like you're saying the prequels or the sequel, especially the sequel trilogy now or the book of Boba Fett is this idea of there's a difference between opinion and fact. I mean, there's well, a distinction, and. Like I like to say, like a fact is um, that Rise of Skywalker was a movie that was directed by Ryan Johnson.
1: Actually, that's a fact.
0: Well, actually, An that's opinion. not a
1: that's not a fact.
0: Oh,
1: Rise of Skywalker was written. That's right. Was written that is not a
0: fact. <laughs> I have. <laughs> 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 I know what you were going for. You okay, were... <laughs> Rise of Skywalker is the movie that was directed by J.J. Abrams. That
1: there is it is. Fact. That's a fact.
0: <laughs> an opinion is that it was a good movie.
1: Exactly. That's an opinion,
0: right? Or there was a bad movie. That is an opinion.
1: Yeah, and and again, and and all of these things are <sighs> all right. You know, and you're dealing with one whole one whole issue here. Like, you know, our fans' opinions. Um, you know why is it there? You know we're getting into a psychological thing, and look, let's face it, we're never going to get to the bottom of it in this in this episode because let's let's also face the fact that you know we have become a divisive society in so many places on some very very serious issues that have to do with everything from politics to health and everything else. You and I both know this, and I don't want to spend time talking about it. But I will, other than to say, Yeah. yeah, a lot of people like my my favorite bs expression is well i've done my own research and i'm like no you haven't done your own research you've formulated your own opinion yeah. based on other opinions that people share that make th- that are dressed up to look like facts. okay yeah. and that is something that is very 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 cautious and dangerous and note i did not speak of a particular political affiliation or anything like that i'm simply stating that as a statement right there and right then and there you know and that's something if they're going to do that when it comes to the true important things in life okay you know you you know your livelihood your employment your health your family okay well then of course they're gonna it's gonna happen in things like well not just uh star wars but all sorts of the genre i mean you you see it all over yeah everything so
0: yeah you see it in other other franchises too where yeah suddenly new comes out and everyone is like oh and you know you hear things like oh this isn't my Oh yeah, I love it. Oh, this isn't real Star Wars, or this isn't real to use, you know, Star Trek, or whatever, whatever it is. It's like, well, first of all, you don't own the intellectual property, so you don't have the you don't have the right to say whether something is or isn't. But let's talk about
1: that. That's a that what you just said, John Mark, was like such an important statement there when you say when you say, well, you don't own the right. There are people that will vehemently disagree with that in their mind. They'll say, look, this was my childhood. This was everything that I grew up with, and now it's being ruined. I'm like, okay, um, let's take that statement. That is not true. I mean, if all right, case in point, okay? Look at Back to the Future. All right, Back to the Future is, and I've said this in the past, Back to the Future is a wonderful trilogy of movies. You know, had a Saturday morning cartoon, Couple, couple of comic books, a video game, very minimal other than the movies. So mm-hmm. let's essentially just say that for for better or for worse, it's the three movies, done. Mm-hmm. Never made new ones. Don't intend to make new ones. They've been trying to get them to make new. It's like the one of the only franchises that has just stopped. Yeah. Okay. And all right. On the one hand, you've got this, you know, wonderful, you know, somewhat dated at this point, but wonderful trilogy of movies that. Every, that, uh, that is very warm and dear to people's hearts and they think well this is great it's there it's not changing it's the way it always is it's, nothing's going to happen to it there it is great okay i get that but then you also have the fact that what adventures could marty and doc all right and and george mcfly and and, and mrs Mc, you know and marty's mom and all the other characters in there could have experienced what new characters could have come in? What new stories could have been told? We'll never know. We will never know that. So we're done with that. That's there. So on the one hand, it's there and it can be untouched. And on another, on the other hand, it's there and it's going to fade off into obscurity and never be, you know, talked about again. Unless, although I have a feeling somewhere down the line they're going to either yeah. re or or do something. But anyway, it that's that's the alternative. Mm-hmm. Star Wars, Star Trek, um, and, you know, Lord of the Rings, and so many other things have expanded beyond and are continuing to expand beyond what their original movie or movies mm-hmm. were. That it's going to, you know, you, one needs to just accept that and say, okay, I am fine with it, or no, I'm not fine with it. I will stick to the original trilogy, yeah. or I will stick to the prequels, or I will stick to the sequel trilogy. Yeah. And, and, and just be you know be able to do that but instead yeah. we get the this ownership this mm-hmm. fake faux ownership that people have like they think that making a new star wars movie somehow affects the movie that they had yeah the movies that they grew up with where where does that happen you know back to the and morning okay touche good point good point but they say, well, if I can't make a new – if I can't keep making a story, I'll just make a story that kind of is like it or sort of. Anyway, but you're dealing with all these different things and these different opinions. And then you're right. Is is opinion fact? Is opinion opinion? Well.
0: No. No. But yeah, now let's and, talk about – all
1: right. So okay, all right, go cool. on. Go on. Go on. I was
0: going to say there's also this idea that you can't have any other different ideas of what I have. I'm and right and you're wrong. You're, yeah, you're right. I even look at us. You know, we have. I think there are a lot, a lot of things we agree on, but there are certain you know things like you are a you know you you really liked solo. I was indifferent on it. Okay, that's just my personal thing. I was just like, it it was okay. Whereas you seem to really you seem to really enjoyed it, right? You know, so but that's okay. We don't to like the same things. Well, that's the
1: thing too, and I've said at the end of the day the two greatest words put together that diffuse any argument is when one person says to the other, well, I respectfully disagree. Okay. If it works for Tony Stark, it'll work for everybody else. All right. It, It is simply a statement that says, look, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying about, you know, that your thoughts about this film or this franchise or this moment in, in the star Wars film. I, but while I respect that, I disagree with your opinion. And my opinion is this: I'll back up my opinion, and you can back up your opinion yeah. with some of the reasons that you liked or dislike, right? But that's kind of you know that's that's what we're, that's yeah. kind of where it should go, and it unfortunately doesn't do it. But I don't want to get too into yeah. the weeds with that. All right. No, no. So you know we've talked about opinion, but let's talk about expectation. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, Star Wars is a unique brand in that uh, not so much anymore, but in in its original history it's gone through large chunks of time with when and again i know there were comics and, and books and, and novels and stuff and i don't want to belittle or devalue that to anybody or or devalue anyone who thinks that that stuff was fantastic i have read the thron trilogy i have read dark empire i've read crimson empire I've read quite a few of the old you know the now legend comic series I'm not and and they are enjoyable and they were especially enjoyable when for me anyway when there were no movies and there was no tv show or cartoons or anything what you had was the books and the comics yeah back then or even the west end games you know source book material was fun you know and I guess what I'm what I'm moving on here with is that beyond that push it all out to the side and just talk about the movies to start you had this huge gap of time from 1983 to 1999 16 years and 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 let's let's chop it down to say 14 years because 2 years prior to the movie coming out episode 1 we had a lot of discussion and pictures and trailers and you know interviews and stuff that could at least wet our appetites okay but all of that time you had all of that time to Build up in your brain the story you wanted to see, the story you hoped you could see, the story you wish you could see, you know, and and that's great. I mean, we all get excited. For me, I tended to be more like, "Oh, I wonder what it's going to be. Maybe we'll see this, or maybe we'll see that." But I never made it like, "Oh God, I really hope, I really hope we see," you know, Vader in Episode One as this brooding teenager that puts on the helmet and starts killing people or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I didn't have that. I didn't go down that deep of a or into that that thick into the weeds to to make that happen. But a lot of people did. In fact, a lot of people wrote their own fan fiction in their brain or even out loud or you know in, in on paper. And you know, they go to see episode one, and there is this kid who plays basically the boy that would become Vader, and he's yippee, and you know, all he's running around and. People are just—that's not the story I wanted. That's not the story. I want. now it's all George Lucas raped my childhood, and you know, and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, okay, I guess you didn't like it. All right, um, you know, and political intrigue, taxation, the trade routes. All right, I get that. I mean, I will probably, if I were to be critical of something, I think maybe the episode one, you know, whole trade dispute thing might have been a little bit of a thin storyline to yeah. to 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 hang your hat on but i don't really think that was the main part of it yeah. the main part of it was trying to introduce the characters so you know again i it never really it never resonated badly with me but i'm the point is that these people that have had mat, that weren't able to manage expectations
0: yeah that's that's know, the key is managing your expectations yeah. and like i think you know, this, it's could really come in my mind with the book of with Book of Boba Fett. Right. And everyone's what everyone had this expectation for. And I'm wondering if you didn't see this as much with the Mandalorian, because the Mandalorian was something that was completely new. So there was no background of that character to be like, oh, this is what we were whereas with Boba Fett there was somewhat of a history with that character. So people were expecting one thing.
1: Okay. But I'll tell you, I don't understand that to, to a degree, and yeah. because, or rather, let's call it like it is. And and again, some of the same stuff, and we've talked maybe talked a little bit about this. Um, some of the same stuff kind of is a head scratcher to me when it comes to the Last Jedi and some yeah. of the the critical the critical response from people about the way Luke Skywalker was portrayed. Mm-hmm. Um, back to Boba Fett. Uh, let's all remember when we watched Episode Two. Okay, uh, he was a little boy, not, not quite as yippee as, uh, as Anakin, but he was a little boy. And if you watch The Clone Wars, you know, you see this little kid growing into a teenager, growing into a young adult. And you see his father, Django Fett, you know, who, who you know, there, there were a lot of, um, shall we say, uh, the mystery was gone. And a lot of people, that was a big complaint about episode 2. We don't want to hear about Boba Fett. That's like a mystery. Why should we have, you know, we we wanted to say a mystery. I'm like, all right, okay. Well, they chose not to do that. This was a cool character. A character that even George Lucas did not, you know, underestimated his popularity. And decided that he wanted to, you know, include him or include a side story of how he came to being. And then they expanded on that with... In the first in season two of The Mandalorian, and now moving on to yeah. a book, the book of Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah, I just feel like, okay, guys, that's the story you expected, but you kind of, if you if you did any kind of reasonable amount of viewership of the Star Wars visual media, you kind of knew that we weren't going in that direction. Boba Fett was had shown his face in episode two. Yes, he was a boy, but. It happened, and then he continued to show his face in the Clone Wars. It's not like it was anything yeah. that that was new that Boba Fett showed us showed his face. Now you talk about the Mandalorian. I think that they they had uh, some you know a unique thing to do, but let's let's be honest with Mandalorian. Um, it wasn't you know the Mandalorian. I think a lot of people liked because he was like what they wanted Boba Fett to be.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But And I all- think, and I think that's what they were. We're just so ironic that the last two episodes of The Mandalorian or of Book of Boba Fett, which have been very Mandalorian centric, have been ones that people like. But they're like, oh, this isn't Book of Boba Fett. When people were wanting Boba Fett to be like The Mandalorian.
1: Right. It's it's a very unusual thing. And I and I yeah. and I will say that um, I I will say, you know. While not, I'm not. I don't say this as a serious cr- complaint, but um, but I will say that I felt it was a very bold choice, mm-hmm. um, of Lucasfilm to tell the story of the Book of Boba Fett, and then after five episodes, basically jump to you know off here on a tangent for yeah. a, one and a, for one and three quarters of an episode, yeah. one episode about three quarters of another. And tell, um, you know, a Mandalorian story, essentially. And then, uh, still a Mandalorian story, but, you know, with other characters, too. I I found that to be um, bold. Mm -hmm. Would I have done... I don't know if I would have done it exactly like that. However, you know, they have their reasons. Yeah. Did it bother me? Like, did did it take me away from it? No. I, you know, I do understand that... In this, if you if you follow the story logically, you know, and again, I guess we'll talk more about this with Boba Fett when we talk about the Boba Fett episode. But when you follow the story logically, Boba needs muscle, so we got right. that. You right. know, a war is coming, and he's building up his army. Okay, great, we're good. we got that. So uh, we want to bring Mandalorian in. I. Some people would argue, well, he could have just showed up and helped out. It's like, well, yeah, but, you know, what, why is he back on Tatooine? What, what brought him there? He doesn't have a ship anymore. How? You know, how did things move on for him to get him back there? You know, maybe a streaming service versus a movie. Maybe a streaming service allows the storytellers to go off on a tangent and tell this story. Because people like the character and they like what he does. And, yeah, he does kind of do a lot of what people were hoping, quote, unquote, Boba Fett was. doing. I've been loving Boba Fett's story. I've been loving yeah. his, his growth. And we've already seen a lot of what they want, you know, or what people claim, you know? So I, I, I just feel like, yeah, expectations are, are something they're fine, but yeah. you need to manage them. I mean, and that goes to, that goes for everything. It really does. Um, now, I will. I do want to address though, that, you know, there has been so much chatter about, uh, especially this week, about, you know, th- there seems to be this pattern. You know, an episode comes out and, and yeah, I don't think this happened quite as much as with The Mandalorian. I think there was a little more of a, le- or there was a little less divisiveness among it.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's probably because, you know, Boba Fett has been a divisive character for decades. mm mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. they, people were unhappy that he rolled it, that Han Solo accidentally tapped him on the back of the, you know, while he, while he was blind on the back of his jetpack and he bumped into the barge and rolled into the pit, into the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. You know, people didn't like the way he went out. So they fanficed uh, stories on how he got, you know, managed to get out of the Sarlacc. Okay. So, but there's always that, you know, with these late, latest two episodes, there just seems to be this. You know, the, the initial reactions are, oh, my God, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was fun. And then people will, you know, comp, you know, be critical of it. Well, why did this happen? I don't understand. I don't understand. that. Sometimes those are just fans that still love the show but are just being critical. They're just yeah. being critical of a moment here, a moment there. And then they get pounced on by others that are like, well, you're not a true fan if you don't like this. I'm like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. You got to be careful. There's that side of it too. Oh, I mean, yeah you can be critical like i don't think you're any less of an uber fan of the star wars franchise because you don't like solo as much as maybe as a lot of the other films i just you know but again um, people get all on each other's case about it and then some people turn it around and it becomes like if you complain about something like god forbid oh. a person complain i hope i don't get myself in trouble Pre- preface this last jedi Rise of Skywalker. Love the character of Rose Tico. Love Kelly Marie Tran. I think I, I and I hope that Disney Plus or another movie comes out where we see more of Rose Tico. I love Rose Tico, but there were people that complained that they didn't really like the character of Rose Tico. Okay, then it became this whole thing. Well, you didn't like her because she was a woman, or you didn't like her because she was a, pan, Asian or slash pan Asian. I'm like whoa, 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 whoa. That might not that maybe that's true, but just because you don't like a character, that doesn't necessarily oh, yeah. mean yeah. that. No, no. Or, or if a character's Hispanic or if a character's black you know we were getting into these things like you know you could just not like a specific character because yeah. you didn't like the way the character's story was fleshed out or because you exactly. didn't like the way it was going in one direction and it shifted or whatever or whatever the reason may be and yet it goes into there so um you know it was it was definitely something that you know th- th- there is this engagement particularly online that People don't understand that sometimes a criticism is simply a criticism. Now, I will say there's another part of this, John, that that we have to talk about. And that is that I believe very strongly, and I think a lot of people would agree, that there is such a thing as what, I, what I've called or maybe I've heard it called manufactured chaos. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is think about it. Manufactured meaning people are saying like, you know, like how many times have you looked up a, a YouTube video or you're you're searching YouTube and it comes up. You think these videos that come up and say, you know, why Lucasfilm is, you know, devastated at the, you know, the failure of Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I just okay. Where where did where was there a failure? Where is Lucasfilm devastated? And you, yeah. yeah, you click on the video and you hear about it, and it's some doofus. I'm sorry, but it is who's just using the clickbait, and he's just like you and me. A doofus yeah. like you and me that are sitting there just talking about talking about opinion. Maybe he's heard from a source, that source. Give me a break. Yeah. All right. Nobody is nobody in their right mind from Lucasfilm or Disney or anybody is talking to any of us to talk about this. They can't. Okay. It isn't happening. And if they are, they're they're just as much, you know, you know, a doofus as we are. Okay. So you can't believe what they're saying. Yeah. So,
0: well, it's even even because I remember when. Everything was all the controversy and all everything that was going on with, you know, Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, and and everyone's like, "Oh, this is ruining Star Wars." Oh, this is ruining Star Wars. And we made the joke about. I'm sure this was Disney' reaction, like, "Oh man, so and so doesn't like Last Jedi. What are we gonna do? Wait a minute. How much money did that make? Hmm. Okay, never mind."
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, I I really do feel that that the reactions that some people like to take those reactions, those negative reactions more, more often than positive ones. Mm -hmm. And they like to meaning, meaning that, you know, negativity sells on the internet. It just does. I I mean, I've said this before. I have like, you know, my YouTube channel, my unboxing shows, I have had several episodes where I've unboxed something and it broke while I was (laughs) was taking it out. And I called it, you know, it was like, for example, Mustafar playset fail, you know, that all I meant was that was as I was unboxing it you'll watch the video and it broke and I kind of went oh geez well that vi- that view th- that video because of the word fail in it got more views far more than any of my other ones yeah. now I'm not gonna now I could use that to my advantage and just constantly do stupid stuff and call it a fail but I'm not gonna do that if it happens it happens but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna manufacture the chaos because I just don't believe in that um and a lot of clickbaity things happen and that's just part of the game some people play and i get it and you know i don't have consequently i don't have as many views as they do so whatever but i just feel like there is a manufactured chaos that happens on on these things and a lot of times people are just trying to rile up whether they're doing it on a video or doing it in a podcast or doing it online typing it and are trying to do that so uh i do think that there's a little bit of that another case in point like what could happen with the introduction of cad bane in this last episode. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's really cool. Um, but, you know, somebody was doing some mock up, like not deep fake, because that really wouldn't be the case with a animated character, but they kind of did some versions of it. The, they reshot it and re edited it with the, and, and it did some, I don't know, photoshopping or whatever movie magic to give the character slightly closer to his animated look. Mm-hmm. And,. I, and then people were complaining and some people were saying, oh, good job. And then we were complaining about it. And he kind of stopped everybody and said, guys, I'm just having fun here. I love the episode. I love yeah. what they did. I just thought I would play around with it because this inspires me to be creative and try to tweak things the way I would in my head. And, you know, and some people say, oh, you no, know, you're fine. And other people are like, yeah, but you're messing with, you know, what the artist did and you're, you're belittling what they're doing. I said, no, this, this, you're having a yeah. discussion. It's like this. You, you can't get mad at an armchair quarterback as long as the armchair quarterback knows that they're an armchair quarterback, exactly, exactly. you know, all right, we have a comment. Another one says, um, since they called it the book of Boba Fett, I figured it was okay to see the Mandalorian and his attachment to the child, because it sets up the next season. And maybe it will make us understand why Mando stays with Boba. I gave me closure with the child. I agree. I, and I thought yeah. it was a really great story to tell. I will tell you this. I, I, it didn't, I mean, I loved the candy we were getting, if you know what I mean, yeah. the Luke, the Baby Yoda, the the Bane, the, the the Ahsoka, Cobb Vanth. I mean, that yeah, was amazing. But I did feel in my first viewing that it was a little bit of a – it was a slow go for me.
0: Yeah.
1: However, on the second viewing, okay, I was totally – I and I didn't watch any like Easter egg videos or anything. I just watched it once and then yeah. later that night watched it again and it and in a second viewing it it it, it resonated far better oh, with yeah
0: yeah there's so there's so. Are so many great i mean and we can kind of as we're closing we can kind of uh talk a little about about all that yeah there are so many just great little little nods and little things that as fans like we we're wondering like especially if you were if you grew up you know with fans of the clone wars if you know so that's a an imp-
1: but that's the thing story, how many fan? i mean the Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian have been giving moments of fan service to everyone. Yeah. I mean, I I was... My favorite scene from last week's episode was Peli showing Mando the Naboo fighter she had oh. and then saying, you know, well, you know, you do this. She's on Moss Eisley. She's talking about this Naboo fighter from episode one. So we got a trilogy... And a prequel moment, and then she says, "Oh yeah, you get the I'll get this thing running faster than a father." And I'm like, "Oh, please, thank yeah. you." Building yeah. a world that everything exists in, and not you know. And now is another thing. Like I love how these you know the, some of these reactions are you know people liking to say, "Well, you know, Disney is going to just totally forget about the sequel trilogy." No, they're not. No, it's yeah. in the can. They're not changing anything. Yeah. they're just going to build on and add to it, which is what anybody any company would do. So, um,
0: and, I mean, and like we were saying, like I was saying, you know, sorry, uh, yeah. Knowing that Luke and Ahsoka having them together, and it together, <laughs> Luke, uh, and Ahsoka probably telling, like Luke probably telling Ahsoka, yeah, Anakin came back to the light side, so she probably knew that Anakin came back, and then Ahsoka being able to tell Luke all the stories about her dad, about what he was like, and
1: I mean, it just uh, it it opens up so much that. You you need to um, and again I don't want this topic to um to delve into why people who don't you know who who you know don't like certain parts of Star Wars are wrong. That's not what yeah. this is. No, no. Because you know you you have a right to be critical of any kind of story, and I do understand if you people that were critical of the book of Boba Fett and how this latest episode or two episodes really didn't talk much about Boba Fett. Um, and some people were bothered by that, and I can understand that. I really can. Again, I think it was a, there was a reason behind it, and I think the one thing that that needs to be reminded, everybody needs to be reminded of, is that um, streaming episodic, you know, series like this, sometimes multiple seasons are going to tell a different type of story than you're going to have in one sitting of a two and a half hour movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we just have to understand that. So one area I'd like to um, move on to if you don't mind go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, is that you know all right so we've talked about the kind of things and what happens with people learning how to manage expectations and whatnot but but let's talk about expectations and, you know and what is coming because we've got a lot of star wars oh, yes I mean,
0: we do let's,
1: let's talk about the things that are let, let's just talk about things where there has been um you know Action on celluloid or, or, or in video, we that meaning it's they they're in they're filming. Okay, right. We know or, or or it's been already in existence. Like we know that Mandalorian season three is going to be a thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We know that uh, Obi Wan is probably the next one in line. Right.
0: May.
1: Right. That's yeah, coming yeah, in right,
0: May. Yeah, May release.
1: We right. have Andor, which and is May filming. Moon. Okay, so we yeah. know that's going to be coming out soon. So those three so, so, things. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's, well, Ahsoka, okay. yes, but but let's let's focus on those three. Those three, because yeah. they're they're in production. Ahsoka is yes. more pre-production, I think, at this point. They're they're yeah. still casting and everything. So you have got like now, and it's good. You got you've got um, Obi Wan, and uh, Andor are not set anywhere near the Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett. They are
0: yeah.
1: far earlier. They could work with each other to some yeah. degree. Yeah. they could work with each other possibly but mm-hmm. not with any of the other stuff that's coming yeah. out so far okay maybe the bad batch I guess could have yeah. a, some some interaction too uh, and and uh, all right so you've got you've got those two and then you've got um, what was the third one I said oh well, well Mandalorian so we already know yeah. that the Mandalorian is working on season 3 you know I know so you've got these these things that are going on now I don't want to talk about what we think could happen what we hope would happen i guess we could talk a little bit about it i guess we have to yeah i mean i think
0: and or i mean they've already given kind of hints as to what to expect and from what i've heard you know the little bits that i've seen you're gonna get a very almost not necessarily a james bond but you're gonna get this sort of not, I don't even say spy thriller, but sort of that kind of a, a vein of a Star where is where kind of you know espionage and spy and which yeah. you know yeah yeah no, um, I get that I and I'm, a, I'm all for that I I, am I think
1: where and, and I think I think where they where there's another um, element to it that I think you know part of these managed expectations or unmanaged expectations kind of fall into place are the fact that, you know, we are still a divided fandom in terms of there are people who love the original trilogy, which is why movies like Rogue One were um, so well received by so many people of that genre, that generation, because it felt like a movie right within the Star Wars original trilogy universe where uh, you and and if you if it wasn't enough that it was you know t- utilizing old characters and utilizing the stormtroopers and the X-wings and very much like carbon copy with a few new ships thrown in for good measure, yeah. It was also a but it was also a darker, more mature, mm-hmm. um, less uh, Lucasian style of film. You know, maybe more of a Band of Brothers kind of. You know, hopeless yeah. battle thing. All right. And then you also have, uh, you know, your prequel fans. And a lot of people, you know, people laugh. That, I mean, pe- I laugh that people are like changing their tunes about the prequel because, you know, some people became, were prequel haters and became prequel lovers when they, when they're ch- when they had children. Some people just grew up and realized that they, they, they loved the, the nostalgia yeah. of the prequel hype. And they just—they became more forgiving. That the prequels have actually aged fairly well. I mean, you know, CGI notwithstanding, like the stories are not so bad, and not you know people are starting to understand that. Uh, and now you have sequel trilogy where the there are people who love the prequels who didn't really resonate with the original trilogy that hate the sequels. And it's yeah. just as you know, for us older friends, for people like me, I just kind of look at it and scratch my head, like, "Wow, this is this is strange that we have kind of this divisive fandom, often set." by generations, but, you know, you are dealing with, with those stories that we're, that we're mentioning, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, that that falls in a time that's leading into the original trilogy. Cassian and story will lead into the trilogy.
0: Yeah.
1: And then you got the Mandalorian, which is more of a modern-based oh, yeah. fan base oh, yeah. that seems to be a little more in agreement with at least collectively, or at least what they type on the internet. Um, that's another thing. Yeah. A lot of people who like stuff don't bother typing that they like it just because they just like it they're too busy liking it mm. you know <laughs> so yeah but uh but yeah so there's a lot There's gonna be i'm sure there'll be a lot of expectations but what do you think are some things that might uh resonate well with a lot of fans for obi-wan and what are some things that you think might not resonate I should have asked you this question ahead of time so you can think Ooh, about it.
0: I know, right. I Are think... You- I, I mean, for me personally, like I know what I would like to see, but I'm not one of those people that if I don't see what I like what I want to see, that it's going to be like, oh, it's ruined for me. Um, Is you know... L- you know, him just dealing with the aftermath. It depends on how far it's set in after, okay. after episode three. You know, as far as right, like right. him dealing with the aftermath of Order 66. Um. um I, I would... Okay, go ahead. You know, for me personally, I don't want to see, you know... Any inter- like Well, I want to see, obviously, getting the news that we're going to have Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. Um, I don't know if I personally want to see any interaction with him and Vader. Like, yeah. As far as, like, I'm not saying that if it happens, that it won't be because I trust. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah I there's trust, a lot I of people, people,
1: you think about the line... It, you know, yeah. when I left you, I was but the learner. Now I'm the master. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, obviously, you know, our, in our minds as fans, we believe that the last time they saw each other was when was. they were fighting at yeah. Lusapar. So is there going to be another meeting? Yeah. Um, you, you could spin it. And, and look, if, if Filoni and Favreau have anything to say about it, I'm sure it'll be spun in a way that makes sense. Oh yeah, but or at least enough in a way, you know. So there's that, and yeah, you're right. I mean, is it going to be if if they're back together again? Are we talking about a flashback? Are we talking about hey, we've done flashbacks now in Boba Fett? that has set that precedent. So there's nothing wrong oh, with yeah. a flashback if it brings back these characters. Um, but yeah, you don't know. You don't know what people are going to react to. You know, I've always felt like look if it's if it pushes the story and it drives the narrative, yeah. well. Then I don't care what they do, you know. Um, I know, you know, and and that's yeah. something to be aware of. So yeah, I would think that you know that that, that whole that whole Vader or Anakin slash Obi one interaction or non interaction could yeah. definitely be something that sparks the debate, sparks yeah. the discussion. Okay, now,
0: another thing I don't know if I really want to see things as you have. Oh, you know, Obi one supposedly supposed to be in hiding, protecting Luke. I don't know if I would necessarily want to see him gallivanting around the galaxy.
1: Yeah, so you because, think... because that
0: they, take, kind of takes away the idea of like, oh, I'm supposed to be in hiding, but I'm going to be everywhere. You know,
1: I mean, I would be again. Uh, that's a I like what you're saying. I mean, like in terms of a of a of a, a specific story point that could draw uh, draw out some some criticism or some some. Um, unmanaged expectations yeah. being there, but I know that what you're saying, and I like the way you're saying it. I think that, that yeah, those are some two, those are t- those are two elements that might happen. Now, what about Andor? I mean, for let me let me let me take Andor um, for that one. You know, obviously, um, what I you know, I, I think that I think people would like to see. I don't think it's going to happen in the first season, but I think there would be kind of cool to see uh, some interaction, not with Jin because they just met. And, but I would imagine things like there could be a Bay's and Bay's and Churrit kind of appearance from time to time if they wanted to go down that route, like a, more of a cameo. Because I didn't see there was no evidence to support that Cassian didn't at least know who they were or didn't recognize who they were yeah. um, as as you know guardians of the of the Jedi Temple or that kind of thing. Um, obviously, we've heard I think it's been confirmed that that uh, Alan Tudyk will not be in this season. He'll be returning in season two as k2so Mm -hmm. so it's an earlier version of that and uh, i guess that's pretty much that's all the characters that we have so there really wouldn't be um an excessive amount of maybe saw guerrera could make an appearance you know there could be something with that um so you know we'll have to wait and see what his what his interactions were are there going to be any interactions with other um Previous characters. Let's just say, either from even
0: even characters like considering that time period that Cassian Andor is going to be set in, could we get Could we get characters from, say, Rebels? Could we get Hera? Could we get Sabine? You know, even Ezra. Could we get Ezra in there? Right, because it's set during that time period, so it's only a matter
1: of time before all those characters are. I
0: think. I think even this episode of, this latest episode of Book of Boba Fett kind of shows that okay they're willing to bring in any character and i gotta tell you
1: i've been pretty impressed with the level of trying not staying so accurate to the cartoon that case in point uh bo katan you know played by the same actress that voiced Mm -hmm. bo katan um, yeah. I like that for Cad Bane. They brought in Corey Burton to do the voice. In, in any yeah. case, um, I, I just like that there, there's that connection. And so you look at people like you know um, Freddie Prince Jr. Jr. Uh, I think that there is a definite possibility that we could see a Canaan uh, Jarrus, Ooh, and I think it could. Nice. You know, he's a little older than 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 you know. Well, no, I think he's supposed to be. You know, he's not old old, but he's he's been around. So yeah. you know, they could. They could do that, you know. They could bring him in yeah, for that. So I could see that. I, I, and and you know, a lot of people were upset that Ashley Eckstein didn't play. Yeah, Ahsoka. yeah.
0: I mean, I, I, I honestly believe that. I was for a second. It wasn't. I was upset. It was more those like, oh, that would have been nice.
1: But yeah, that's basically in, how I felt. I
0: saw her. I saw uh, Rosario yeah. Dawson in in the full costume, especially this one when you see her with the one hand on her hip. Yeah, just kind like, of this is Such a classic Asoka look. I'm like, yeah. Oh, even no, La- even the- even La- the second season of the Mandalorian when she showed up, like she's Soka. A- yeah, right. she's she's grown up
1: a Soka. Yeah, so so I think that it's it's okay for that. But it would be, be interesting to see how much of that they do. So yeah, there's not much. I mean, I think Ando's a little more of an open book. I think that there isn't mm-hmm. much. You know, if if they're not talking about the Death Star plans, then um, it could be anybody's guess. Anybody's guess. So it may not fall into that same thing. Hello. Um, Hello. So. We, uh, so so yeah, that, and, then, and then of course Mandalorian. You know, you're dealing with. I'm sure there's going to be more stuff with the dark saber. There's going to be more mm-hmm. stuff with Bo Katan and with that sect. I think he's going to have a lot of uh, thinking to do about his. You know, his. he going to go to those waters of man, underneath Mandalore to try to, yeah. you know, get his. Uh, re, you know, be considered a true Mandalorian again, or will he do something else? Um, there's a lot that could be there, but as far as I don't, I mean. Short of not having Grogu in the episode at all, and in, in any of the episodes, yeah. see, is about I, the only I, thing I think would truly spark fan outrage.
0: <laughs> no, I see, I, I'm just the opposite. I, I don't know if I want Grogu, like, I loved Grogu in the first two seasons, but I think the one critique that people could have that I'm if I was to have any critique was that Grogu became almost a crutch, you know, well, the joke it became it became it was the baby Yoda show. So I think taking Mandalorian, taking the child away from Den, and, ha- and see if the show can stand on its own without Grogu. Well, I mean, I think you I think
1: you make a good point. I don't know if they're going to go down that road fully. I think they'll yeah. go down that road slightly, but then again, we'll have to wait and see because true, yeah. You know, I mean, it, even we might know in two days with the last episode of the Book of Boba Fett you know, if Grogu has a, you know, fate or a directional direction through his fate that'll become more obvious whether it would be with the Mando or without. So yeah. we'll, we'll have to wait and see for that, where that goes. But, you know, so those those are, you know, expectations, man. The other thing that's happening now, John, is that, you know, there's so much Star Wars. There's just Star Wars everywhere you look. I mean, every week now. And, and I know what Lucasfilm is doing. They are trying to set up so that Disney Plus has at least a quarterly... You know seasonal well if,
0: if you see it with that in with the Marvel right you kind of go it's like you have Star Wars okay after Star Wars ends then you have a Marvel series okay after Marvel series ends, yeah then you have a Star Wars series and after that one ends you have another Marvel but, series
1: but I think that what they truly want to do if they ha- if they can make it happen is have parallel like have a Star Wars and a Marvel series yeah and then switch it up and have another Star Wars, or you know, very quickly Star Wars, Marvel, Star Wars, Marvel. I can literally have six of each, you know, mm-hmm. all year. You know what I mean? So that you know, it all adds up. And yeah, you know, I'm there for it. But I will say it: it's it's It will spark debate, discussion, and you know, people learning how to manage their expectations. And when their expectations are not met, decide, you know, if if that makes the you know the, the piece of Whatever the artwork is, whatever the story be trying to be told, is it a story that'll resonate with you? Is it a story that just maybe you have to put away and, and not deal with? I only ask that if a person, if your expectation, if a person's expectation is not met, please understand that it probably will resonate with some people. Yeah, I I, I, I think that Dave Filoni and John Favreau especially have done a pretty remarkable job. Uh, but I don't want to put any, throw any shade on Ryan Johnson or on JJ on, on, um, Abrams. And I certainly do not want to throw any shade on Kathleen Kennedy because yeah. I feel that she is the one responsible for all of this. You can't give her credit for or call, you know call her at fault for something you didn't like about Last Jedi and then not give her credit for something you like in mandalorian i'm sorry yeah. you just can't do that that's right. not right. how this works she is the overseer of all things star wars and she's been on doing she's been doing it a lot longer than a lot of you have been alive Tripp, yeah frankly yeah she's been doing it long almost almost as long as i since i was in high not even in high school since i was in yeah. elementary school she's yeah. been-
0: we, we've talked to that before if you look through all the the big blockbuster movies that have come out You know, a lot of them, you'll notice one name is in a lot, lot there a lot. And that's Kathleen Kennedy.
1: Yeah. And I just feel like, um, you know, I think that she, yes, there were production issues with certain stories and, so, uh, you know, and that, that, but that happens, you know, and let, I mean that we know we knew there was no way that wasn't going to happen the minute George Lucas sold the product. Okay. Because when George, as long as George Lucas had it in his hands, it was his baby. He did it. Everybody said, "Yes, George, let's make it happen." And that was how it worked. And you know, there's a there's a romantic kind of funness to that, like, "Oh, it's all cool. It's the maker," you know, and that's great. But it's also and 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 you know, there's also the fact that he made the movie he wanted to make, and when people would complain about the prequels, I'd be like, "Dude, that's his movie. It's an independent yeah. film. Don't forget that." Star Wars was an independent film until we got through to uh, to when Disney bought it. Now, right. now it's a movie by committee. And yes, that can be frustrating, especially if they don't have a story connected to the next one, to the next one. I don't think that's the case with Disney+. Plus. I think they have a very long plan in place. So, yeah. you know, but as far as expectations are concerned, it really just comes down to, you know, being, being aware that there, you know, I, nobody is, nobody wants to make bad Star Wars content ever. Yeah. No one wants to make that. Now, whether they make something that resonates with you or not. Okay. That we'll have to wait and see. I mean, so far, yeah. you and I think we've been on the same page about, as far as the Book of Boba Fett's concerned. We seem to have been enjoying the episodes. And uh, I'm very much looking forward to the last one. So do. we'll see what, we'll see what happens.
0: We will be here to give our thoughts not only on Episode 7, but also we will be looking at a little bit, of, we already talked a little bit about episode six. Yeah, so I'm glad we got later. a little bit in
1: today because you know, yeah. I know that we're going to be doing a double, so yeah, double, epi- a double, yeah. talk about both episodes. So,
0: all right, so as we wrap up our second, this second annual Star Wars podcast day, I want to first of all say thank you to everyone out there, thank you to um, everyone who set this up, who decided on to do this. Thank you, thank
1: you for having us, letting yes, us be part thank of it. you.
0: Uh, Check out all the different shows that are going to be going on. I know there's at least five different shows on Red 5, the Red 5 Network at least, um, that are going to be taking part today, that have been taking part today in uh, Star Wars Podcast Day. So go ahead and check all those out. Uh, If you give me a second, I can find out what they are actually, what we have going on.
1: Yeah, red five network is the network that supports our channel along with many many other uh, audio and visual um, definitely, definitely
0: uh, yeah Start with you, go to uh, red five networkcom um, for all the information or follow them on Twitter hashtag red five network um, and yeah that's just a it's a great great community of different of podcasters out there so uh, thank you to so go ahead and check them out. Check also check all the other podcasts that are taking part in the in the Star Wars Podcast Day. Uh, so today we have uh, the Galaxy uh, uh, live stream lineup. Some of these already been, have already happened, so I'm sure you can find them elsewhere. Uh, Galaxy of Queers did: uh, Cold Wars, the Sidebar Cantina. They looked at Book of Boba Fett, Chapter Five and Six. Uh, the Red 5 Network is having a, a hangout uh, all day, Red 5 Live. That's on the YouTube channel. Uh, we're doing one on, ooh, this is one you might be interested in. Um, mm-hmm. It is the WSTR Media, the music of John Williams prequel trilogy with special guest Cam Roy. Oh, okay. Uh, and the Scaref podcast is, is has a special guest with John Tagg. And uh Salty Nerd Podcast. Cool. Uh, speaking is- of uh
1: speaking of um John Williams, do want to point out that tomorrow, February eighth, will be John Williams' ninetieth birthday. Happy birthday, uh, maestro- happy birthday to the maestro. To maestro, the Jedi Maestro, as I like to call him. Yes. And uh he is not slowing down. He's actually recording another uh, next in a few weeks for another film for Steven Spielberg and uh, the only thing that he's kind of slowed down with is that he no longer goes to to do things with the London uh, Symphony Orchestra and does most of his recording as the pre as the sequel trilogy was done uh, with an la orchestra uh, right near where he lives so uh, but other than that he's still going he's still composing he's still conducting he's still touring I gotta get myself to a to a he he has a a tour coming up in um, in the East Coast in uh the spring i'm gonna really do my best to try to get there but uh yeah so just so happy birthday john thank you happy so much birthday. for the mr williams for all of the great music you have provided for us particularly in the star wars universe yes. so really excited about yeah. that
0: oh uh, yeah well uh we're gonna wrap things up we will be back thursday for our normal our kind of our normal show we will be recording that looking at book of Boba fett chapter seven and six and seven
1: Seven and eight. Uh, no, six and seven. Six, You're right. Seven, six, and six, seven, and seven. Yeah, six and seven. Sorry.
0: Uh, so with that being said, uh Will, why don't you tell the fine people out there where they can find you?
1: Okay, well, I'm not. When I'm not here, I'm on my YouTube channel, Darth Tuba Star Wars Unboxing Show, which you can find obviously on YouTube. New episodes drop, just do a search for Darth Tuba. New episodes drop usually Sunday and Wednesdays. Um, there will be a follow up episode, kind of a walkthrough through episode coming up in a week or so. And uh, you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at Darth Tuba. I have a Darth Tuba Star Wars Unboxing sh- uh, page on Facebook. And you can email me at Darth Tuba77 at gmail.com.
0: All right. If you want to get a hold of us here at war of the stars, you can do so by emailing us war of the stars one at gmail.com. There's also our Twitter handle, uh, Facebook live. Just check out the Facebook live group or Facebook group. Just search war of the stars, a star Wars podcast. And you can find us there. And I think will froze up on me. Oh, sorry. There you are. Oh, I thought you, sorry. No, I was looking down. (laughs) Uh, Uh, if you want to support the show, several ways you can do that. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash war of the stars, or you can get this cool t-shirt. Just go to (laughs) war. uh, Well, the link is on our Twitter page. If you want to check that out uh, at war of the stars one, just check that out. We have a lot of cool t-shirts. So yeah. Uh, Other than that, Oh, if you want to listen to the show, if you're not able to listen to us live, which I understand that, uh, then check us out wherever fine podcasts are are heard. Uh, Just search "War of the Stars" in your favorite wherever you listen to podcasts. "War of the Stars," a Star Wars podcast, and you should be able to find us. Just look for this little emblem right here, and that should be us. With that being said, we think again, thank everyone who showed up to listen to us here um so thank you very much and remember this isn't just my star wars this isn't just your star wars this is our star wars until next time may the force be with you until the spires everyone